It's a Thursday. Here we are, ready for another edition of Tidbits. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Dale. You sound so excited yeah. to be here. Well, I, you know, I up and at them and raring to go. Yes. Well, you have a lot of different Chuggalock mugs. What are you talking about? Well, you've got different Chuggalock mugs. You've got a Colt one today. Yeah. Usually, you have your big black one. It's it's I have my big um, metal one. Yeah. Oh, is that metal? Yeah. I have a couple of those. Okay. So is that a cold, refreshing beverage today? It is. All right. I got up and made my own. So you've learned it. I did. You have permission to make your own. Well, then, okay, so I made it, and then I got in trouble because I made it, because (laughs) it smelled good and wanted other people to wake up and have some. (laughs) So so it, it has the same effect as bacon, basically. Yes. Okay. Because it, it still brews, it still smells, yeah, you know, it still okay. fills the house with... So, so there's a smell of at least something coffee-related. F- yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yesterday, we talked about the um, the effects of the fires out west. Yes. Having an effect on haze and right, so forth. Right. Air quality alert, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Have you ever seen that here? I don't feel. I feel like I've never seen that. I'm thinking back. Of course, I go back a ways. Now, I remember in 1816. Yes. We we didn't have a summer that year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that brought my attention to that yesterday with Karen. Mm. I brought up the effects of the year without a summer. That was responsible from a couple of volcanic activity reports. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. made temperatures colder than normal. Mm-hmm. The air quality was thus that you couldn't grow crops worth a hoot. It was a terrible year. What year was that? 1816. That's before the big bear attacked, uh, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> in the movie. In the ref. Yeah. Uh. It was uh, worldwide effects. Covering Europe, yeah, America. I yeah. mean, it was uh, all over the place. So it resulted not- in a major food shortage yeah. across the northern hemisphere. And back then, I was a potato farmer in Ireland on my fourth marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and of course, you were around for the uh, the great. <laughs> Chicago Fire yes. of 1871. That's right. I've seen it all. I'm a time traveler. Okay. <laughs> You've been there. Now, with all that, it made me think, okay, so I go back, and you know how my brain works. It's, it stays in st- stuff from the past, all right? Yeah. It may not be the greatest thing to deal with, but I, I, I stay there. <laughs> it is this weird mix of like, the 70s, some 80s, a smidge of 90s, and then nothing until now. Yeah. It made me think of a test I saw All right. years, years ago that was a graduation test from the eighth grade. Okay. Okay. All right. And I brought this up. This is from 1895. Mm. Okay. Now, right. you had to get through this test. 
to go to the ninth grade. That brings me back to my family. You know, of course, I, I had some family that uh, actually were born in grandparents. Not great, but grand, grand mm-hmm. in the 1880s. Yeah, sure. 90s. Yeah. So I'm thinking because some didn't have a, an education above like eighth grade. Yeah. All right. And it certainly didn't mean that they were stupid. It was just, you know, maybe their their services were needed on the farm or something, right. you know. Right. I, I want to give you a few examples. Okay. Okay. Back then, it was almost like it was it was optional. Yeah. You know, once yeah. you got to a certain yeah. point, you want to work on the farm? Yeah. Earn your keep, and there you go. And for me, as I go through this test, now you could take this test as a seventh grader. If you failed it, you could take it again as an eighth grader. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you a few examples of uh, what's on here. Okay. We're going to start with a category called <laughs> orthography. Okay. You get one hour on this subject. All right. First question. What is meant by the following? Alphabet. Phonetic orthography. Etymology. Syllabication. Now, you're going to write all this down, probably on your slate, okay? <laughs> or your, your piece of parchment with your inkwell, yeah. you know? <laughs> that first step right there is, like, overwhelming. Sure. All right? Sure. What are elementary... So, okay, so, okay. so let's, let's break it down. Okay. I don't know. What's, what's the first word? Alphabet. What, alphabet. We know what an alphabet is. What is meant by the following? Yeah. yeah. Alphabet. Well, those are the Phonetic letters. orthography. All right, so phonetic. Orthogif- orthography. Orthography, probably. Okay, yeah. But phonetic, that's how you, yeah. that's, that's phonics. Okay. That's, you know. All right. G- g- go. Okay. <laughs> Fast. <laughs> Through. I mean, that's all phonics, okay, right? Okay. Okay. And you got to remember, you're doing this in your bib overalls. Yes. Okay. Yes. In the barefoot. <laughs> Little mat. Trying to get to the out of the eighth grade. Okay, following examples. You're <laughs> I've got one eye on one eye on the paper, one eye on okay. on little Susie Miller. <laughs> Two rows over. We're gonna get hitched. <laughs> <laughs> We're both fourteen. We're about ready to get married. <clears throat> Paul's gonna give me the back forty. <laughs> yes all, all right. right all right so what what's the okay i gotta et- clear my eyes <laughs> etymology right yeah isn't that the I, <laughs> creation of words uh you tell me i thought it was bugs <laughs> <laughs> see i'm failing i couldn't pass the third grade ice tap all right let alone this yeah, etymology is the okay. study or of the origin of words. Okay. There you go. All right. Here's a, uh, you need examples of each of these. Okay. Trigraph, subvocals, mm. diphthong, cognate letters, and linguals. <laughs> I'm just, I hear my brain. <laughs> In 1895, you probably hear me put down my exceptionally large pencil and walk out of the room. 
Okay. I'm, I'm not going any further. <laughs> All right, let's move along. And then all the rest of us will be, hey, man, did you see Dale? I mean, he just, he just got up, walked right out of the room. You know, I'm done with this. <laughs> oh, all right. So we're going to take a break for the news. All right. Matthew, when we come back, we'll uh, get you into geography, which takes an hour. Okay. And I'm, we're only going through the, the top of this. Physiology is a part of this uh, test. Ah. You get uh, 45 minutes for it. Mm. And uh, where is it? U.S. history. Of course, this is 1895. The U.S. wasn't very old. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll give you a few examples of arithmetic where wow. you get one and one quarter hour. That's what it says. Wow. All, All right. right. So we'll uh, get the news in and we'll come back with more. This is Tidbits. <laughs> This Thursday edition of Tidbits. That's right. Almost forgot what date was. Six thirty-nine. If you uh, were with us before the break, Matthew, I'm giving him some examples of an 1895 test to move on to the ninth grade. This is an eighth grade graduation test, basically. Yes. We're moving now, Matthew, to arithmetic. Okay. You'd get one hour and one quarter to uh, do this. All right. Here we go. Now, remember the time frame we're in. A wagon box is two feet deep, ten feet long, and three feet wide. How many bushels of wheat will it hold? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, you would have to know. Yeah. Like, first of all, you'd have to know, like, how much area is in a bushel, right? Yes. Yes. I'm telling you, because that's that's all, because that's all cubic feet, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, and I'm sure you were taught this during the school. Oh, I'm year, sure you were, you know. But uh, I'm sure you're taught this now. I mean, yeah. but you, you would have to know going into it, okay, how much volume is in a bushel of wheat? Yeah, we'll continue in that uh, category. Okay, if a load of wheat weighs. 3,942 pounds. What is its worth at 50 cents per bushel, deducting 1,050 pounds for tear? T-A-R-E. What's that? (laughs) See, Matt's... See, I've not been paying attention all school year. I've been dunking Irene's hair. Ah, here we go. Okay. You've been dunking Irene's hair. I pretend I don't like her, but really. All right, what's a tear? A deduction from the gross weight of a substance and its container made an allowance for the weight of the container. And remember, you're 14 years old right now. Yes. Taking this. Yeah. So basically, it's it's the correction of how much the container weighs. Okay. So, so you're removing the weight of the wagon, basically. Yeah. 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 All right, here we go. I forgot to include the $104 for incidentals. Okay, I don't. Uh, maybe you lost uh, part of it on your, on your trip in. Your 22-mile trip to town. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. It's a three-day journey. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Moving on in arithmetic. Find the cost of 6,720 pounds of coal <laughs> at $6 per ton. Now, again, you know, you can get this done, but I've only got an hour and a quarter to do this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. What is the cost of 40 boards 12 inches wide and 16 feet long? At twenty dollars per M. What's that mean? Are they using meters back then? Yeah, I I don't know. No, uh, twenty that that stands for something surely, right? Yeah, twenty per M. It's out of our category. Yeah, I don't know what that means. So we'll we'll skip that. We move on. Find a bank deposit. Oh, I'm sorry. Find a bank discount on three hundred dollars for ninety days. No grace. At ten percent. <laughs> okay, say it one more time. All right, because I honestly all I heard was find, <laughs> find a bank discount on three hundred dollars for ninety days okay. with no grace at ten percent. <laughs> okay. All right, and here's something you had to do back then. Again, you're fourteen years old. But as a part of arithmetic, you were to write a bank check, a promissory note, and a receipt. Seriously. To get you ready for the, you know. Yeah, I guess so. They don't do that anymore. Yeah, no. You know? No, absolutely. And that was part of it. You, yeah. you know, you did that. Yeah. Now, that makes a lot of sense to me. Right. Let's go to U.S. history for 500. <laughs> <laughs> okay. U.S. history for 500, Alex. Relate the causes and results of the Revolutionary War. And again, this is probably written. You've only got 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. Show the territorial growth of the United States. Well, that's not bad. It's 1895. Right. All right. Because we'd made it out to the West Coast by then, so. Yeah. So it started here, and then we got this, yeah. and we got, you know, the Louisiana Purchase. And so. So you do all right on that. Yeah. Describe three of the most prominent battles of the rebellion. Mm. Where were the following? Or who were the following? My bad. Now, wait, okay. Is this the rebellion? Is this civil war? Or is this like... Yeah, I believe they're probably talking about <clears throat> the revolutionary. You think so? Because, um, you know, I, I just think they would say it. Well, well maybe not. I don't know. Morse, Whitney, Fulton, Bell, Lincoln, Penn, and Howe. You're to identify those individuals and what they were responsible for. Okay, same again. All right, here we go. All right. Morse. Beep, 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 beep. Morse code, all right. Yeah. Whitney. The cotton gin. Fulton. Uh, founded a delightful county. Okay. Bell. <laughs> uh, the uh, telephone. Although many may still not have had that. Yeah. Lincoln. President. Penn. And he, the fellow with Teller? Yes. And they, Howe. They did magic. H-O-W-E, Howe. Wasn't he a general? Probably. Well, he was on the uh, the cruise on Gilligan's Island, Thurston Howell. Yeah. Okay. That was Howell, I know. All right, Matt, here we go. All right. This is part of this uh, history test. Name events connected with these dates. Okay. 
1607. 1620. Okay. 1800. 1849. Mm. And 1865. I presume that would be the end of the Civil War. Right. The rest... And well, you got to figure the, the the first is probably like, you know, a discovery. If so. well, that's probably when when the they landed on Massachusetts, yeah, right? Yeah. And then the second one might have been when the second wave came in, right? I don't know. Probably the Magna Carta is in there somewhere, <laughs> and probably something that uh, Latin. These kids were probably learning Latin, probably. Yeah. You know. All right, Matthew, you've got uh, one hour on geography. Mm. Here's a few of the examples. Okay. Of what use are rivers? Of what use is the ocean? Well, there's all sorts. It's it's a food source. I mean, it could be a power source for some of these places. And you know they were told something specifically if they were paying attention. Yeah. Now, I'm envisioning a classroom that's got all age groups in it. Oh, for sure. So if you're part of the 7th grade, 8th grade class, 8th grade, that's, you know. So from your early beginnings of school, you're picking this up. Well, he's, he, as a whole, probably would be teaching the subjects. Was it a he or did women? Well, it could be. It could part, be either. could be either, right? Yeah. So basically from 1st through 7th grade, you're picking up what they're being taught all year. Yeah. Anyway, at those levels. Yeah. By then, you should know it all. Okay. You should be a know-it-all. You imagine? Now, what did they do when they've got classes of just one class? How do you teach that? I don't know, man. But that was the norm, right? I mean, that was how it was done. All right. Here we go with a geography question for you. Describe the mountains of N.A. Of N.A.? N.A. What's N.A.? North America, perhaps. Okay. All right, here we go. So we have the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. We have the Appalachians. Yeah. We've got mountains all over. You could describe it as a very mountainous territory. See, if you're a good writer back then, you could maybe, you know, work your way through just blabbing with a pencil. Okay. (laughs) The Rocky Mountains are rocky. All right, Matt, name all the republics of Europe and give the capital of each. Oh. <laughs> it's not bad enough that kids today have to know all 50 states' capitals. Back then, yeah. you had to know Europe <laughs> and the capital. So right. does that mean you had to be like, all right, so there's there's Spain, Italy, Germany. It wants to know Switzerland, Austria, Luxembourg, Liechtenstein of the republics, republics of Europe. All right, time's up. Oh. We're moving on to physiology. Oh, geez. How does nutrition reach the circulation? <laughs> okay. Where are the? Saliva, gastric juice, and bile secreted. What's the use of each in digestion? Okay. Okay. 
give some general directions that you think would be beneficial to preserve the human body in a state of health. Now, back then, it'd be, well, Ma uses lard. We eat bacon. <laughs> Three squares a day and... Average lifespan's 52. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You're a very old man at 48. Yeah. What's the function of the liver of the kidneys? You you got 45 minutes on this department, so uh, I thought maybe I'd throw you one more um, mathematics question. Find the interest of $512.60 for eight months and 18 days at 7%. Seriously? Yeah. Gosh. What's the cost of a square farm at $15 per acre? So it sounds simple to you. It's Mm -hmm. a square farm. $15 per acre. A lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. The distance around which is 640 rods. (laughs) <laughs> so the distance around is yeah. how much 640 rods yes what's that mean what's a rod i've never heard of that have you yeah i have it's a type of measurement but uh, yeah. rod an old english measure of distance equal to 16.5 feet okay so there you go so you've got to take 16.5 feet yeah. 600 and sometimes. <laughs> okay. 640. Well, that'd be your perimeter. Yeah. So that'd be, and, and if it's square, yeah. it's equal on all sides. So Then your your farm is square at $15 per acre. Right. Okay. What's the cost of a square farm at that? So you'd have to do a lot of mathematical stuff yeah, there you would. to get that. So just some, and if, you know. Well, my great-grandpa never made it past blah, blah. Well, <laughs> well, there, there yeah. you go. I mean, they were already well-educated. Yeah. You know, so if they didn't go on to higher education, they already pretty much uh, had a pretty good grasp. It'd be interesting to compare that to now. Yeah. Like, what's the, you know, what like the equivalent now? Like, I wonder how those two measure up with each other. I don't know. Because I feel like our kids are... Overwhelming there. I mean, I feel like like my kids are yeah. far more advanced yeah. than what I was at that age. There's no doubt. I mean, in my far and away. Yeah. And the times have just changed. Yeah. You know, but um, anyway, there you go. A uh, little fun there. Some old-timey passing to the eighth grade testing. And that was from 1895? Yeah. Wow. So, Matt, I'll right. uh, see you tomorrow. All right. See you, All buddy. Right.